Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst, numbers guru, the professor himself. What is going on to all our EV hot rodders in Washington, D.C.? Capital City. That just don't even sound right. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm right now, Tesla Trump is shaking his head. That's not right. Yeah, this, this is my city. Um, I don't know, man. We're looking at the Tesla website. It looks like one of them does 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Well, I want to tell you something. We just took, me and Kobe just took, one up, took this Tesla up the road of Kyle's, our guest in the studio. And I'll be honest with you, I was impressed. I felt like I felt like Captain Kirk a little bit. It was like playing a video game where you could actually get hurt. So I just did like the face palm emoji. Since we're talking about electronics, I thought I'd throw that in there. When you just said the car has a damn video game built into it. But this is an impressive thing. It's not a toy. It's just got a video game. It's just got video games built into it. It has romance mode. It does. Now, tell me about romance mode. So let's say you're out with your lady, potential future lady friend, hanging out on a ledge somewhere in your Tesla Model 3 S or X, uh, which coincidentally spells whatever you want to put that together as. And they're adding the Y to it, so it'll be sexy. (laughs) <laughs> I never even thought right? no, that's, that's cool uh, Someone dared apparently Elon at a party to do it So he said sure we'll name the products after that uh, You know what Hey it sells It does So so you're sitting in your Model 3 Your Tesla And uh, you click Romance mode The big screen turns into a fireplace It plays crackling sounds Blasts the heater And you're sitting there At a warm fire in your Tesla When then you can touch the screen once, and it'll play romantic music. Just thinking, your Jag electric, you could have a real fire. <laughs> <laughs> I know the gas one's had that problem, but <laughs> now, it's not romance mode. It's a short. That's what that is. Now, I know, like Richard was just saying, the Tesla on the screen was saying, like, 1.9, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't know what the one is that you have that we just drove, but... That thing is super quick. Yeah, so you actually just drove a, a non-performance version, but the long range. So Tesla sells their vehicles in three different platforms. Short range, which is fine for 90% of people. Uh, it's plenty quick. Tesla doesn't build slow cars. Most EVs in general feel very torquey, of course, just the nature of electric motors. Then you can bump up to a long range version, which is a little bit better performance, significantly longer range. That's my car. And then most recently they came out with the performance version in the Model 3, which is uh, really, really cool. All right. So back to romance mode. Yep. My 1965 Malibu SS has romance mode. That's when <laughs> you let that 327, <laughs> when those Flowmasters, <laughs> do the talking. And then it's just all in the eyes. No. They don't fire the heater up. 
We don't have any crackling fires, fingers crossed. And <laughs> you see where I'm getting at. But this is really cool. Like, they thought of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it had something to keep your coffee warm, that they would have thought of everything. No, very technical question. Uh, you mentioned earlier that this car, to some degree, can drive itself. Can you use romance mode while the car is driving itself? Well, uh, first off, I'd like to make it super clear. Autopilot is purely just basic driver assistance. It's not uh, actually taking over at any time. But no, uh, romance mode's only available when the car's in park. Uh, <laughs> but right. it would be you cool. Can't, uh, you can't be making romance in autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> be a good feature for next year. One, right. of, the, one of the cool things. Is there thing, any way we can drop a suggestion in? One of the cool hey. things I thought was cool Tweet was like up. when we went to go take it for a ride, he's like, Here's the key, and he hands me a credit card. It's like a little credit card. Right. So that's my the ex-wife backup did key. the same thing. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but I handed her my credit card. That was nuts. She was always nice to me when I gave yeah. it to her. She I'm, was like, "Yeah, I'm the key to her happiness." Yeah. Most people just don't hand you a little credit card. Here, go drive a car. No saying. But now that little credit card, what has some chips or something in it that mm-hmm. does everything? Yeah, just a little NSC chip. You just touch it. Basically, the cup holder starts the car and. You're good to go. That's what I hand to valets and yeah. I have to valet it. Yeah. Otherwise, my cell phone is the main key. So as long as my phone is on me, it's connected to the car, and it'll when I walk up to it, unlock. Um, there's another mode in the car that we haven't talked about, amongst other things, but this is my favorite one. It's called fart mode. Essentially, you're, you can program about seven or eight different sounds. So when someone sits down on the seat, you can push a button, and you can set it to any seat. It'll play on that speaker an array of different fart sounds. So I got my mother with it when it first came out. She sat down. Oh, Elon's got a sense of humor. (laughs) Everybody appreciates third grade potty humor. (laughs) Everyone. Uh, Probably doesn't work well with romance mode. No. (laughs) But I tell you that. Now, one feature when we first went outside is you drove the car by your phone forward and backward. I thought that was just cool. But, I mean, you're not even in the car. You just moved it forward and moved it back. Right. So these are all little things that there's really, uh, you know, BMW can do that in close proximity. But I think Tesla integrates a lot of these fun features really well. And, uh, yeah, so that's called Summon. And we're supposed to be getting a software update soon because the car does get updates again. Uh, And the software update will allow me to drop a pin anywhere in a parking lot as long as I have visual sight line of the car. Again, everything, even though the nomenclature is autopilot and full self-driving all that stuff currently the vehicle you still need to maintain responsibility over it uh and there's a whole you know discussions on autonomous driving but it'll just come around and you can eliminate duis with this thing you know what if they can fine-tune this one day one day now take me home now you're saying like drop a pin like (laughs) kind of like it'll self-valet park itself and then come get you yep in a in a closed parking lot to start and then if if, you know according to tesla at least they think that the cars eventually one day have the technical capability to be full self-driving and however many years that may take that's scary it is scary and there's a lot of things that go into it but um at least the idea is that one day you'll be able to get on an airplane it'll go park itself back in my garage and uh, according to Tesla, at least, I won't have to buy another car. This will be able to do that. That'd be so cool. Like, just pulling up to a hotel, you know, get your bags out. Hey, car, go park itself. And it goes parks itself. That's That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It, it's it, it, the world of I'll tell you what, have you ever stayed at the Hilton in Atlanta? Yeah, well, they do. I'm going to tell you something. If it could park itself there, <laughs> that's a hell of a car. <laughs> i never forget. I went to my first cafe and knocked in the parking lot. It's four and a half miles down the road. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I had to catch a martyr bus to go back to the hotel to, to uh, go to my Sheraton room. down there is the same way. But it worked. It worked. So all this technology and all this going on, we don't have glitches. I know my iPhone freezes up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Does your Tesla freeze? I've never experienced a glitch that never allowed me to not drive the car. Now, there have been glitches on the screen where something has happened, and there's a quick, easy reset process. Like your iPhone, you hold the power button and the home <laughs> button. The Tesla's got the same thing. You hold both scroll wheels, and it repowers the screen, the visual component. It's maybe happened a handful of times in my 200, maybe 1,000 miles of driving Teslas, maybe a little bit less, 150,000. Um, however, I've never had a glitch personally that stopped me from driving the car. Now, let's say I did, and everything shut down. I could call Tesla on my cell phone. They could hopefully remote log into the car because everything's connected, and they'll be able to push some buttons and reset some stuff, and hopefully I'd be on my way. And I've heard about this happening in real time. It's very cool. So let's say there's a problem they can't fix remotely. Yep. What do you do? Well, uh, Tesla's actually done a really good job with uh, rolling out their service experience across. So as a lot of people know, Tesla doesn't rely on third-party franchise dealerships to sell and service their vehicles. Everything's done in-house. And again, this is not for all electric vehicles, just Tesla. And um, what they currently have are a fleet of mobile technicians that will come to your house or your workplace and come fix stuff right, right there. I've had that happen. They've come... And they've just fixed it right there. It's very cool. That's very convenient. Very convenient. Unlike this commercial break, guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about electrics. And it's starting to grow on me. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. I got to tell you, this feels exactly like the list from last week, but shout out to EV Friendly Atlanta, Georgia. How crazy that we're talking about a guy that's in this bill. He's in this room. I can touch him right now. I'm not. Chill out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless you're into that. Easy yep. there, yeah, man. man. I'm, just, I'm just saying. You are wearing chino shorts. Um, Do we have romance mode? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me. A little fireplace going on. Uh, like, let, me, let, let, me, let me introduce you to radio romance mode. But, uh, hey. But this guy holds the cannonball world record for an electric vehicle. And you said Atlanta, Georgia, is where the record holder for the fossil fuel-powered cannonball You just lives. came from there, didn't you? Just came yeah. from Uncle Ed. Yeah. Just did a VinWiki. All the way from story. Alpharetta. You're right. I'll tell you. Did y'all have like a secret handshake or anything? It's the, it's the fraternity of lunatics is what it's called. So oh, are you, yeah. you going to get the tattoo of time on you? 
<laughs> no. You, I want to tell you something. I want to be there with him and Ed both get it. Exactly. I want their their bodies will reject the ink. <laughs> I, They're both I'm so the, prim and proper. I don't know Kyle that much, but I know Ed pretty damn good. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't see that one working. I just. <laughs> You know the whole the whole thing. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari. Well, what they'll you do, don't put a tad on Ed. What they do? They'll put a one of them fake sleeves with it on there. Yeah, we might do right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just I as a joke. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I would have a coronary if I saw it. <laughs> Which I probably have a coronary one day anyway. But that's bad eating habits spoken. But you know, beside the point. And then of course we have hot rods and happy hours legal counsel and all around cool car guy Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So we've got Kyle Connor in the studio. Kyle Connor holds the world's record for driving the fastest between New York and California in an electric vehicle. He did it in his Tesla Model 3. It never hit romance mode even once doing it. No time. No time to do it. <laughs> no we ain't got no time for romance. Or Mario Kart. Or right. Mario Kart. Or no, the, no, I think we did do uh, the racing kart once at a Charger just for fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does dog mode work when you're when you're moving? No, because the AC's on while you're in the ah, car anyway. Sure. But yeah, <laughs> it's like even on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ellie's alive and she's on autopilot. Do you know what would be awesome? This is what we're going to do, Kyle. You know, we both got YouTube channels. I want to drive up to North Carolina to your track. Let's put the Tesla in autopilot with Ellie in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, we really, it, it just needs to see lines. So we'll put some lines around the track. I mean, it's a closed facility. Well, we can take it down the road. I mean, I ain't saying we put it on, I ain't saying we put it on 85, but you know what I mean. Well, I mean All right. Well, most people drive right, on good 85. good video. We're going to do it. I also want to put, bring some of your car, and I'll bring whatever fast electric car I can get my hands on. We'll do a little race around the track. I love Not it. Not a straight track, road course. Okay, I tell you All what, right. I've got I've got the car for that. Okay. Just so happens in stock. Don't tell my, me what it is. Okay, All I'll right. keep it to myself. You've seen it, but I won't I won't say anything. Okay. <clears throat> T-shirt speed. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so uh, got might stop at my boys in Mooresville right quick for a tune, but you know <laughs> we'll be all right. So that would be awesome. Do you realize a dog driving the car? Maybe it's like a Back to the Future moment. Oh, yeah, I need driving. Uh, Einstein. Exactly. Yeah. But oh, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. How how freaking cool would that be? That I would, would drive freak people Ellie. out. Where would Ellie drive to? I don't know. Who cares? PetSmart. Yeah. That, duh, that's where dogs go. <laughs> she loves PetSmart. Yeah, so see, there you go. PetSmart, I don't even have a dog. <laughs> Richard goes and just hangs out there to pe- uh, yeah, pick just, up chicks. I just play with other people's dogs. And... <laughs> oh, so that was the whole idea why I got Ellie. Yeah. Well, I you know, was not in a relationship. I got her two weeks after. Boom. Locked it up. Professor, you taking notes? <laughs> Man, I had a dog. It didn't work out quite as well as I like. um, That's what his his uh, theory was, too, but it didn't work. Well, it did work out. It worked out very well for the two weeks that I had Ninja. Yeah. Um, it worked out quite well. But, uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a handful. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to put a little work in. I know, I know, and that's not me. Man. You still you hit know. romance well, mode and walk into it. Richard's okay? a little, got... Richard's a little too clean to have a dog because you know there's. He's a clean freak. Yeah, and then you got a little bit of dog hair, and you got a little bit of nah, the... not a little bit, man. a lot. <laughs> have you seen the inside of my Tesla? <laughs> thing is ruined. Do you think they haven't made enough lint rollers yet to clean the inside of that Tesla out? <laughs> the headliner has the Great Danes black fur everywhere, and then Ellie's white fur all over the seats and carpet. <laughs> I didn't know Tesla's had shag carpet. It was not. It looks like the seventies. <laughs> wow! So Elon's a big fan of the seventies. I take right. it. No, 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 no. That's just dog fur. 
<laughs> oh, where'd you get those first seat covers? Now those you're are sweet. You're having an event at your uh, your track in October, right? So we're going to invite you know gas car, electric car enthusiasts, the whole bit together to come together. We called it Tesla Fest East. It's October 25th through 27th at our racetrack, uh, North Carolina Center for Automotive Research. Terrible name, great facility. And uh, it, it, we expect to have a whole bunch of cars, have a good time, and uh, check our website, Out of Spec Motoring, uh, for all of that. Come. If you just want to, like, experience electric cars on track, we'll be doing hot laps for the whole weekend. People, I'm sure, will take you for rides. We'll take you for hot laps in our cars. It's just going to be a good time. Bonfires, taco trucks, the whole bit. You got electric cars and you're making bonfires. Yeah. Well. That's almost crossing each other out <laughs> just a little bit. You know where he had me at? Taco trucks. I like tacos. We Cars a, and taco trucks. There's a truck coming, and we have to firm it up, but I love their name. It's called Baguette About It. It's the most Tesla thing because it's baguettes in a truck. <laughs> Baguette <laughs> it's About It. Baguette About It. So let's talk about this run. Sure. Yeah. You started at the Red Ball Garage. That's correct. Yeah, so Matthew Davis, my co-driver, we should give him a lot of credit. This uh, – he – Everyone sort of backed out on the run. I had uh, co-drivers, scouts, the whole thing. I've bit. noticed this. It with happens these a runs, lot. it happens. Yeah. Everybody's all about it till it's time to do it. Till it's time to do it, or you ask them to pitch in money. So it's really one person funds the whole thing, and then it's a sort of an arrive and drive situation for the rest. And that's fine. I was, you know, we honestly we didn't have to put much money in this whole thing. We just drove across country. Uh, so no special setups. No, not jammers. really. We had CB radio, radar detector, which I already had. I lowered the car a little bit, and we ran Waze, and that, that's really it. Um, so very simple stuff. Um, you know, so, so Matthew came with me. He, uh, we left Raleigh, went up to New York, sort of tested everything out, tested the car, full charged it overnight, left at 5 o'clock in the morning out of New York, end of July 2019. We blasted out of New York City quickly as it could. We were out of the tunnel in less than about six minutes, five minutes or so, which is crazy fast for uh, that time. Normally it takes 10 to 11 minutes. Uh, immediately I make a wrong turn and start heading south. And there's no exit to stop heading south. And so we're like <laughs> six miles down the road the wrong way. We finally get off, make a UE and head up to where we should be. So it was one of those situations where, like, do we stop and turn around and start over? But traffic was building up, so we went with it. Um, Got into Pennsylvania, allegedly drove very quickly through Pennsylvania and made a lot of time. By uh, the end of Pennsylvania, we were about pacing about nine hours ahead of the previous record. Man, all right now, I want you to hold that thought right there because we got to take a quick commercial break. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking about cannonballing, electric style, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Runs and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to Phoenix, Arizona. I'm as surprised as you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just like, I'm shocked on that one. Really? I am, I am. That was good. You're shocked? Well, yeah, a little high voltage, but no, I was <laughs> Arizona. And of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then, of course, we have our special guest. Kyle Connor, who holds the world's record for the cannonball, which is the fastest time between New York and California in an electric vehicle. Now, we're in Pennsylvania. He's telling us the trip now. So we're in Pennsylvania. That's correct. Doing alleged things, and we're going to stop at that. Moving on. Uh, well, we encountered a lot of funny things on this run. So we were blasting through Pennsylvania as quickly as we could. And uh, we're coming up on this corner that's an uphill left-hander. And this is in uh, Berlin, Pennsylvania. There's an RV going unbelievably slow in the left lane. So I go to pass him on the right, which is something I typically don't want to do. You know, we try to be as respectful as other motorists on a run like this. And safety is top priority. But sometimes you just have to pass on the right. So we go around him on the right. (laughs) And as soon as the weight transfer in that RV happens, their sewage tank slips open and we get covered in crap oh man <laughs> we hit the windshield wiper a couple times and we're on our way <laughs> uh, no need for window. fart mode on that one good thing the windows weren't down <laughs> the car hasn't had a wash by the way since you guys drove it just so you know thanks <laughs> yeah and now you tell us right that's what that smell was i thought it was fart mode professor Ellie. next commercial break antibacterial yeah 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 uh yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just dirty. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a little past dirty. It's funky. Poor dog. Go get the dog. Bring, the dog inside. <laughs> Bring him inside. So we're, we're, we're blasting through. We get into Ohio, and Ohio is a notoriously difficult state to get through quickly. Yes. And uh, that's sort of the nightmare section of the cannonball pretty much for everyone. And it was for us. Uh, it was heavy traffic, single lane in a lot of cases due to construction, uh, very heavy winds, and we really just slowed down pretty much to 40, 50 miles an hour, uh, you know, which is well under where we need to be all the way through uh, eastern Midwest uh, territory, somewhere through there. And so we get into Indianapolis and the skies open up and it's almost like a tornado is coming down on us. Two highways uh, were closed and fed all traffic into the highway we were on. And we had uh, three hours of very dense traffic. Uh, in the pouring rain, so we uh, stopped and charged and hope it would clear up, but it only got worse. So we had a lot of time to make up once we got out of Indianapolis. And uh, that's sort of what we did. We uh, pulled out there, got through 
the next couple states in a flash, at least as quickly as we could. Um, Texas was a really good spot for us from a charging perspective. Uh, we made up a lot of time through there. And then um, I should say, though, while we were coming through Elk City, Oklahoma, a uh, car drives over an object in the road that was at the time unidentifiable. And then once I was midair after hitting this object, <laughs> we noticed it was a goose that was a roadkill. <laughs> Have you ever hit a goose before, Professor? Not as I recall. How about you, Kobe? I've never hit a goose. I've never, I've never. That's that's just one of those things you usually don't hit on the road. I've. Uh, it was a big bird, and uh, we had. Like, as a rule, they are. <laughs> I, it was a really hard impact to the point where I was like, "Wow, it didn't set the airbags off." Um, but <laughs> it was a hard hit. The first thought that come out of your mind, and we knocked the front end off this car. Is, well, we didn't blow the bags. So well, that good. was the whole idea. The car would keep going if the airbags didn't pop. That's all I was worried about. I said, "We can leave the front bumper behind. The whole hood. We don't need that." I just need the car to work. <laughs> so we didn't stop. It made a couple little rattles and noises, but we, they'd all kind of stopped after a little while. Maybe five Things minutes. eventually <laughs> fell off. <laughs> it blew it off. <laughs> Poor car, man. I love this. Yeah, we kept going. So, uh, yeah, this Model 3 is, is, is one of the highest mileage Model 3s in the country. We're almost to about 60,000 miles. Now, there's a few that are higher, and it's had, you know, definitely a well-used life, and that's kind of half the fun. I wonder how many geese they hit. <laughs> It's because the geese couldn't hear you coming. <laughs> the geese didn't have a fighting chance. So as we're coming into Winslow, which is typically a great place to, to open up the car, especially as you start getting out west, one of the problems with uh, doing an east-to-west run in the traditional format, you have three things working against you. When you go west to east, you get more hours of nightfall, which typically you can drive quicker. Uh, you also get tailwinds going west to east. We're going east to west, so we had headwinds most of Just the like way. Just like flying. Right. The and same way. Same exact This concept. reason your, short, your trip is shorter home right. than out west. The other thing that a lot of people don't take the time to consider is when you're going west east, you're hitting the desert where you really can make up a lot of time when you're fresh and ready to go. When we're going east-west, keep in mind these times are a little bit longer than the gas cars, so we've been up for almost two days by now. And now we're like, now's the time to put the hammer down and we're getting a little bit sleepy. So that was difficult. We made it through. Again, safety was top priority. Um, but as we're coming into Winslow, another storm comes. And it's not a rainstorm. It's not thunder, anything. It's just wind. And we are getting hit with tons of headwind. And with an electric car, that really does affect your range when we're planning our charging stops to like percentage levels of pulling in at 1% versus negative 1% can make or break the run. Uh, so that was a little bit difficult, but, uh, our biggest thing was coming into our last charging stop on the run. We had to make a quick diversion to Yermo rather than Barstow, California chargers, because we, uh, had used up a little too much energy. Again, more headwind pull off the exit, look to our right. And here's a freight train coming down, right? And this thing is moving and we get up to about 80 miles an hour. We're looking neck and neck with the driver. Meanwhile, we look down at the navigation. It says we need to be on the other side of this train. And it goes on forever. And I'm not in the business of racing trains and trying to win. However, I said, well, let, let's at least give it our best shot. It was foot to the floor as hard as I could go for as long as I could. Full ABS brake onto our right turn. And just as we're midair over the train tracks, the red lights come on with the thing. That's insane. That's insane. And this was in California. This is in California. Allegedly. If it was going to happen. Right. It could happen there. <laughs> so... 
So many questions pop into my mind right off the bat. So many questions you can't answer mm-hmm. on the air. Right. But, and we'll get asked off. So, roughest roads you hit. Because this is the thing, driving that Tesla, I don't see that car, especially lowered, handling rough roads well. Um, it actually does really well for the like the surface bumps that you would get. When you start getting into off-road, like Pot crazy potholes, yeah. I mean, that's New York. Indiana. Right. Well, actually, Indiana wasn't uh, too bad because they were doing a lot of construction through there. So a lot of it was actually fresh pavement that we were driving on. Which is pretty good. That was that's one of the worst set of roads in Indianapolis in my life I've ever rode, and I rode in, in a C four Corvette with no VIN plate. But still, that was the worst. Like I remember that more than I remember the VIN plate story. Is how rough the roads were, and if we had to pick the the car. I had to pick the car. The rough on a smooth road, it rides bad, and I picked this car to drive through pothole hell. And I mean. This is like where potholes go to die in Indianapolis. <laughs> and this is this is the car drive. So I was kind of curious when you said that. Um, you said you stopped to charge 26 times on this trip. Yes. Uh, I want to save the yes. end for the end. This is because the end is the best part when you talk about that, when you get there. So 26 charge stops. Mm-hmm. But you weren't doing full charges. Absolutely not. You were doing just topping it off. I was... So uh, electric cars and batteries in general uh, charge typically extremely fast down low when they can take a lot of energy. And as they start to fill up, it limits how much energy you can put into the battery at any given time. Your cell phone does this. Charges really fast to 80% and takes almost as long to go from 80 to 100 as it does to go from 0 to 80%. Um, so same thing with the cars. And so the Tesla starts to limit your charge rate around 50%, and it slowly tapers off all the way up to 100. So you're going to get maximum charge rate from 0 to 50. And that's where we tried to keep the car. So we were charging as fast as possible, and we were driving as quickly as possible. Um, We would leave most chargers somewhere around 55 60%, although there were some stretches where we had to charge higher just to make it to the next charger. Um, But for the most part, we tried to keep the battery as empty as possible. Did you ever have trouble with the chargers being occupied when you got there? Good question. A lot of people uh, think that that happens, and it certainly does in cities a lot of times uh, where people don't have home charging. But on on road trips and on transit routes, uh, I've never once run into a situation where I wasn't able to charge. Keep in mind, Tesla has done a great job putting, you know, four to 40 individual charging points at any given stop. And you can see ahead of time how many are occupied before you get there from the car's screen. So I can know that there's six stalls available out of 12 that might be. Uh, Where's the oddest place you've seen a Tesla charging station? So we actually saw this, and I'm going to look it up really quick, and it was a charging station in a deserted parking lot that I assume once was a thriving business that Tesla had decided to put this charger. And it was in, I want to say Joplin, Missouri. Yes, and it was in the middle of the night. We're there at like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. That's not sketch. There's, some, there's some vans, right, that you know <laughs> are not. They make un- Tesla vans? <laughs> no, there's like some vans that they're, are definitely occupied. Those are creepy that's, vans. That's where the mood, the mood uh, <laughs> the screen come on. That was a that was a. We don't need romance charge. mode. We do need a commercial break, guys. Hang tight. We're talking cannonballing, electric style, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Well, it wouldn't be right to uh, not wrap up a cannonball show with EV City, or EV Friendly, rather, New York City. Starting point for it all right there, kids. There you go. All right. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Cubby Miller. What's going on, everyone? And, then, of course, we've got the Cannonball EV world record holder right here, Kyle Connor in the studio. And he's telling us about his Cannonball run, and he's taking us through this story of hijinks across the country taking an electric slide nationwide i'm still telling you that would sell on a t-shirt i'm just throwing that out there he needs to have that printed up that you need to call terminus t's in atlanta and just go and get that one done that's that that's that's (laughs) all right we'll do it we're gonna do that we'll sell them for charity yep perfect people will feel sorry for us and buy them okay that's how you do it so we're riding in to california Right, so we had finished up our last charging stop we just talked about. We raced the train to get there. Right. And now it's the, how much are we going to beat the record by? We knew we were going to beat the record at this So point. what was the previous car that did the record? So uh, Alex Roy had done it in a Model 3, same as mine. And then there was actually a run shortly between his and mine that from a Swedish or a Swiss family, sorry, that had done it, the Thompsons. And I'm actually friends with them now. I got together with them, and they beat Alex's record by about two hours, and we beat them by a a three-hour margin. And our runs were pretty much back-to-back. We didn't know each other. We're doing it. And uh, that's a whole other story in itself. I'm sure you'll see on VidWiki one day. (laughs) But uh, so we're blasting into California. The time we're trying to beat at least uh, was Alex's run of 50 hours, 16 minutes, was, uh, in our knowledge, the fastest run at the time. And uh, so we're, we're charging up just enough to get to the Portofino with, you know, pretty much running on empty. And I don't care if it needs to get towed once we're there. We're going to get there in the quickest time possible, which means charging the least. So we come flying down I-5. We turn off to go towards L.A. And I must have cut off a Dodge pickup truck just a little bit. And, uh, you know, you could just see he flies by at full power. I'm like, here we go. This is great. No, no one really thinks this, but I was so excited. So he starts blasting through cars, and I'm right on his bumper. And so he's pushing everyone out of the way for us. We're going HOV lane, right lane. It doesn't matter. We're going full gumball style coming into L.A. <laughs> and at this point, allegedly. And he's just running block at this point. Yeah, he's just running block. He's pushing everyone out of the way. He's flashing people, honking at him like he's in a, on a mission. This is our guy. This is our guy. We have an escort guy. in now. Whoever he is, I want to send a thank you letter. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, sorry for pissing you off, but you made this whole thing great. So he comes pushing everyone out of the way in L.A. pretty much most of the way. And then uh, for the last five miles, we were on our own. And traffic at this point, we're coming in in the middle of the night. It's almost midnight or somewhere around there. And so the traffic, at, you know, coming into Redondo Beach, which is a sleepy area of Los Angeles, is a little empty. So we come through. We hit a lot of green lights on the back roads, thankfully. And, 
you know, the last light turns green. We're spinning tires across the intersection, pulling into the Portofino. We come in, we see the stop sign for the valet entrance. And here it's like, well, we just drove across the country. This is great. No one's there. <laughs> you know, we pull no in. Balloons. No balloons. <laughs> it's just pitch black and some boats sitting in the water. We hit the stop button. And uh, the first thing I did was book a hotel room. So we didn't call mom. We didn't call dad. Didn't call the girlfriend. We didn't call Alex. We called and booked a room. Booked a room. As soon as that was done, called my dad. He was actually, you know, with the Tesla, we were able to track the car through an app. So he so was watching. He was watching along. He sent screenshots I'm towards so the end. I'm so glad I can't see you jumping train tracks from the app. <laughs> <laughs> they were very happy once I made it. <laughs> I bet. Yes. I bet so. Okay. You know, and I got to pick fun at Alex because he's the kind of guy that's just fun to pick fun of. So, Ed, well, is actually his run got beat before Ed, right? For the gas on the cannonball. Right. So someone had beaten his. I, I forget their names. But in yes. between, so it was 32 hours, four minutes, then somewhere around 30 hours, which they did in an A8. And excuse me for forgetting their name. And then Ed came in in 28 hours, 50 minutes. Right. And then now he's gotten beat in his electric. The poor Alex is getting beat like a damn rug over here. <laughs> like, literally, you need to maybe, maybe you should hang up the cannonball thing and pick up something like badminton or something. Maybe ping pong. That's something. <laughs> ping pong. That's a good one. Are you going to try to do it again and beat your time that you got? Or um, Currently, there's no plans to do anything like that. I think uh, we'll see electric vehicles times decrease, especially as, you know, everything we're talking about with the Taycan coming or Taycan, all these new electric vehicles that can charge fast. Teslas have faster charging coming. We'll see the times decrease very soon. Um, I, I have no plans to do it. I'm just glad that, uh, you know, we made it safely and everything went well. And I think that was really amazing. And, of course, the relationships that have come from this already have been uh, really amazing and something that I did not expect at all. I kind of expected to do the run, go back home and go to what bed. What made you decide to do it to begin with? So so the cannonball I've, I've wanted to do since Alex really broke the record of in 32 hours, four minutes back in, in the early mid-2000s. And uh, I was in high school at the time, didn't even have a driver's license probably when he did the run, but I knew that this is something I wanted to do. When Ed's run got published of 28 hours, 50 minutes, like there's no way – logical way that you should try and break that record. I mean, you're definitely... Although they're getting closer and closer. It is impressive to see what people are doing. The guy in the C7 vet... Yes. Opened a lot of eyes. Opened a lot of eyes. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. There's no way I can predict. But I knew that that's probably... That's maybe a bit too aggressive for me. Uh, That's not entry-level stuff. Right. That's like you're going to jail if someone catches you, for sure. I mean, like, at least now it's kind of like maybe... Uh, but no, I, I, again, I got into electric cars. We talked about that and I said, what a cool platform to sort of showcase where technology is today. Well, you're opening eyes to that, to that technology. Hell, you've opened our eyes to it. I mean, we really have. And I mean, and that's the thing, you know, you're, you're turning people, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not in a dorky way. Well, look what I can do with my electric car. (laughs) You drove cross country. That That was pretty badass there. So Kyle, what's next? That's a good question. So I'm really going full force in with out-of-spec motoring personally, which is uh, mainly right now for, for most people will consume our content through YouTube. It's going to be doing fun things with electric vehicles. So it's out-of-spec motoring on YouTube. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of cool stuff coming. Stuff that car guys, because we're all car guys at heart, right? We love oh, things yeah. that shoot flames and doing all this stuff. 
we're going to just be seeing how much fun we can have with electric cars. Like, for example, a couple of weeks, we're going to put the Model 3 up against some gas cars and see which one can drift around a big corner better. That's cool. It'll be fun. Just fun stuff like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Kyle, I almost called you Alex, which is even worse. Kyle, you have much better hair. <laughs> well, I have hair. He, don't even, <laughs> he, he doesn't even have that. I mean, come Poor Alex. Poor Alex. I want to send him a thank you card for all the good jokes. Alex has has been a a personal huge help to me since I've done the run. I mean, we've become friends. He's honestly he's he's doing a lot for me. He's a good guy. He He is is. a good guy. He is. He's a good guy, and I just love to poke fun. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you something, Kyle. I want to thank you for coming by. This has been a great show and a great episode. You know, you've opened our eyes to a lot of electric stuff, and I'm going to hold you to that race. Oh, we're doing I'm it. Going to hold that, we're going to make that happen. We're so close. We're, you know, come up anytime. Seriously. That's what I'm screaming. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And if anyone wants to use our track in North Carolina, shoot me a message. I'll rent it to you for the hour. That'd be cool. With no romance mode. <laughs> no, no rules, <laughs> except it can't weigh more than 40,000 pounds. No so chargers. No chargers. <laughs> and no challengers. Guys, I want to thank you all for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.